Coming up on TMS, more than a finger is in the peanut butter. X squared umbrella kumquat. Biden's bike biff. Drunk with baby. Obama's bush. I don't like bon appetit. Hanging chad room. The Mormons have a gigantic organ. Pee pee, yes. Poo poo, no. Postmortem Karen. Bon appetit. Don't have a thing for Texas women. Grimes against humanity. Leading your furniture with Tom. Gratuitous penis recommendations with Randy and more on this episode of Der Morning Stream. Yeah. I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and more. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She does. Nope. I can show you a very, very good time, or at least a very, very interesting time. The morning stream. Am I still here? Hello. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. How are you? 2222, Brian. It's pretty close to 22, being a cool number. 2222. Yep. I guess the six is just going to, we'll have to live with it. It's fine. It just, sits, it just sits off to the side over there. You just put the six right over there and then we've got 2222. That's right. That's right. It's a good time to be alive. Uh, welcome it back, is. everybody, to the show. Uh, we're glad That's to be right. here. We don't often acknowledge them in a proper way, but thank you, chat, uh, chat room slash tadpool for being thank here you, and Chad, being live. For being here as well. Yeah, you guys are great. Thanks, Chad. Uh, hope you're still <laughs> hanging there, buddy. Hanging, Chad. Anyway, hey. Uh, oh, uh, uh, people uh, commenting they like your shirt. This is a common shirt yeah, for Ryan. I, I swear when I'm. This one is. Yeah, this is this is uh, the shorts I'm wearing, which you can't see, are blue pinstripe shorts. Yeah. Oh, look at those. Yeah. Here Sexy. You go. Um, and this is like the only <laughs> Hawaiian shirt that goes with these shorts. There's only like three shirts I can wear with these shorts that don't that don't clash. And this one is the well, you don't want to clash. Favorite, obviously, because it's Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, but- hey, that uh, that audio clip you played, by the way, was my favorite moment from this uh, the season of Barry, the yeah. uh, Vanessa Bayer. Oh yeah. yeah, she's amazing. That whole <laughs> that whole discussion, everything about <clears throat> them working with that stupid streaming company. <laughs> Yes. is ridiculous it's so over the yes. top great and uh did i did i or did i not spy um uh, the pers- perkins yes yeah is that all we get to see of her is that one shot where she's in there talking about very you know, little yeah very little like um there's i think two or three meetings with elizabeth perkins so amazing yeah amazing yeah, yeah. i i love her she's like uh she's like what millie bobby brown could grow up to look like yeah there's they, a very similar facial they're almost structure. identical looking yeah there's a few memes going around where they got like comparison shots of the two of them around the oh, same really? age even okay. oh yeah so you're not you're not even you're not Apparently, even barking yeah, up a solo I'm not tree even it's the first real. to notice that okay yeah it's pretty uh, it's the internet i'm not the first to do anything <laughs> yeah i guarantee it everybody out there have an original thought and then go search for it and guess right, what exactly someone Listen, else has done it. hey i was the first to uh have a uh, a viral clip of falling off my bike that's uh, right Scott, before, that's right before the leader of the western world <laughs> that's right brian was first first like in a like in a forum first, thread you were yeah, first right, exactly first to comment under youtube uh, video yes first. had uh, a number of people try to find uh t- contact me and say hey can you get brian's original video and then mash these two up and make a video out of it and i haven't been able to find it uh your video i know you have it still i think i'm sure but uh mm-hmm. 
Yeah, if you weren't aware, uh, President Biden took a biff, like a serious yeah. biff. Uh, one of the camera angles just looks like he tipped over, but if you look at the one where he's creeping up, <laughs> you see his foot just doesn't get out of the clip in time. Yeah, like he, he he thinks he's got it pulled out, and then he goes to put it down to put all his weight on it to hop off the bike, and it's still in the clip, and that's when when shit just happens, like it's just right over. Yeah, there's just no stopping it at that point. I mean, you know, it, it's easy to, to make fun of a little guy who limps around and you know, looks like he's a little bit slow these days. But you know, we've all we've all been there. We all had our foot in the thing and fell. You know, even the, hey, and, when and, Trump Trump going slow down a ramp, I've gone slow down a ramp. You know, <laughs> he by the way he commented on it too. He says, "Oh, I hope I hope Joe's okay. I can promise you the American people that I will never ride a bike." And yeah. I think we can all look at him and say, "Yeah, we 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 know." <laughs> yeah, we know you haven't ridden one. We know you're not yeah. on one. You can you can promise all you want, but we knew. We knew. Yeah. We well, anyway, Brian, I think you did it better is what I'm saying. It's a bottom Thank line. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. I certainly did it in a much more colorful uh, flair with the uh, jersey that I was wearing. Yeah. It's also something about a, a ring camera catching something that's <laughs> yes. that's better. I don't know why. It's Way better than like, you know, somebody's little handheld phone because, yeah. yeah. It's got like a surveillance quality to it that's uh, hard to duplicate. So, uh, well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, something I found I wanted to talk about on the show today, yeah, and that is we all assume or have assumed for quite a while that if somebody asked you the question, what's the longest running television series in American history, you would say The Simpsons probably. I wouldn't, no. Oh, and, what would you say? You're, I saw this in here and I was like, oh, all right, well, I want to, I want to correct you. Longest running sitcom hmm. is The Simpsons. Yeah, I thought the run, I, I, if you had asked me and had a oh, gun to my head, television show. Yeah, oh, I would have I said I the would Simpsons. Say like it's Meet the Press or um, uh, some news, sixty minutes or twenty twenty. Not twenty twenty. That was the one that came out during the, uh, um, during the early eighties. But there have been like you know some news BS thing that has had a, th- a thousand hosts or yeah or uh, something like that. Well, you are correct. Uh, Meet the Press is at number one. Seventy four years. Press is number one. Okay. Yeah. Well, see. Seventy four years. 3,600 plus episodes, 3,600 episodes. You think, you think our total of currently 2307 (laughs) is a lot, but that's, you know, and that is a lot. 2307 is a lot. Yeah. That we're, we're getting, we'll catch up to meet the press. Feels like it. They're like weekly. (laughs) Yeah. And it took them 74 years to get there. Right. Exactly. We'll, we'll be uh, there like in four or five years. We'll catch up to them probably. Yeah. So this is considered its category as longest running show ever even though mm-hmm. it's also a newscast. Right. Uh, but 74 years is a tie with CBS Evening News, mm. which is con- which is uh, 16,400 episodes. Jeez, oh, those jerks do it daily, though. They do it Dang every it. day, I know. Never catch them. Never going to catch them. We'll be dead. We're going to die before we catch them. <laughs> right. Uh, here's an interesting one, a Utah connection. Music and the spoken word. I've never heard of this thing. So that is a Utah. Yeah, it's a deal? Mormon Tabernacle Choir thing. Oh, okay. I've and been it in airs. There. It airs all over the country, but uh, they uh, it started in uh, see 1949, October of that year. Four thousand eight hundred thirty-seven episodes as of May 2022. Seventy-two years total. It's pretty crazy. Holy cow! Yeah, I've been in the uh, the Tabernacle, and it is incredible. Mm. Like they they did a little test, and uh, somebody dropped a penny on the uh, the lectern at the front while we were in there, and we were Tina and I were sitting in the furthest back 
row, pew yeah. or, or whatever, and mm-hmm. heard it as clear as day. The acoustics in that place are so incredible. It is pretty crazy. The the They have a newer building called the Conference Center, which is more, it's more modern. Well, it was built in like 2000 or whatever. So it's not mm-hmm. that new anymore. But anyway, that place is like, I don't know, eight times as big gigantic <laughs> organ same kind of deal you can drop a penny in here from the back it's crazy how they wow. do that stuff uh, uh, looking at this list can i call your attention to uh the row about five or six down mm. which is a show called the victory hour which is i guess a uh, syndicated um local uh richmond virginia deal mm. it airs on wtvr and wbb or it aired on wtvr and then that switched over to wb wbt yeah been on the sh- on the uh, television for 70 years yeah two seasons <laughs> like what <laughs> at what point did they say all right that's about it for season one let's start season two <laughs> yeah how do you even divide it up you know <laughs> that's really weird like everything else is like yeah you know 74 years we've had 70 seasons of meet the press or 72 seasons of music of the spoken word but uh victory hour said no okay i feel like i feel like all we've said all we wanted to say in season one yeah let's start a new season let's start a new season is for all we know they just started a new season you know what i mean like this is right right it could have it could have easily been season yeah. one's just two episodes in we don't know <laughs> Uh, then we well, got the characters of the Christian uh, program. Uh, <laughs> I like this one, Backyard Farmer. Uh, oh yeah, sure. Nebraska Educational Telecommunications is the network, and uh, they've done twelve hundred and eighty episodes, so they're like right, right around us. Wow, the longest running show for home lawn and gardening. The show claims to be the longest running locally produced program in television history. Ooh. Well, sure, I guess. I okay. Mean, Nebraska, good job. Find find your find your thing and stick to it. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Uh, the Tonight Show's right up there with sixty seven years. We knew we mm-hmm. kind of knew that. Yep. Uh, all right. So then, my whole point was, we got all these in the seventies and the sixties and the hoo ha and right. the whatnot, oh, yeah. and then the fifties yeah. and the forties. And I'm like, holy shit! I was I couldn't have been more wrong about the longest running series in the history of the of the thing. And I just assumed. I mean, yes, longest running sitcom, sure. Longest running animated series, absolutely. But I thought it was the longest running thing ever, and I did, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I just felt like an idiot when I looked at this list and went, "Look at all this shit! Look at all this!" This, this is these are questions that come up all the time in trivia competitions. So I, that's probably why you know I've heard it recently enough to to know what's what. Uh, longest running game show? Do you want to take a guess? Um, yes. I mean, my gut oh. says Jeopardy. I'll just guess Jeopardy. Jeopardy is a very good guess. Um, Jeopardy is the second longest. Uh, to tell the truth. Oh. Which I didn't realize was still on. I guess. Uh, uh, is that the one Wayne Brady? Um, it's the one where they've got the three panelists and they can only ask yes or no questions. They can keep asking questions until they get a no and then it goes to the next host, I think. I think so. Or the next guest. I thought yeah. that was a relatively new thing. I didn't know that was that old. Right. Number one, please rise and state your name. Hi, I'm Brian Ibbett. I'm a podcaster. Number two, please rise and state your name. Hi, I'm Brian Ibbett, and I'm a podcaster. So was that, was, that running it like, be, was that running before then? Like before Wayne Brady got a hold of it? It must have been. Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. I remember seeing old ones with uh, Kitty Carlisle and, uh, wow. and Betty White. <laughs> wow. I didn't know. I, I guess I've never seen that one. Kitty Carlisle was like, that's the, that's the one I totally... Uh, totally remember the most like 
she she was like this uh i guess she was famous for being a socialite or something she was like the the 50s kardashian uh my favorite kind of celebrity great right yes never heard of her kitty carlisle kitty carlisle all right uh she was quite the debutante, was she, of the time? I think time. so. I don't, she was uh, famous for anything else, but here's her. <laughs> her sex tape with a rapper. Is that what it's <laughs> right. You know what? I'll say that. I'm pretty sure she, she did not get famous because of that. Okay, good. Well, you know, yes. small victories, I guess. Yes. Um, I guess she has done. Oh, she was in A Night at the Opera with the Marx Brothers. Okay. Did you know? Mr. Rogers' no, Neighborhood has run for 31 seasons, or did run for 31 seasons. I didn't realize this. Oh, 33 I didn't know that total. either. 31 yeah. seasons. Yeah, crazy. Uh, he went. He did them from 1970 uh, all the way through 19... I'm sorry, 1968, all the way through uh, 2001, August 31st, 2001, where he died a couple years later. Uh, I know, um, you know, we both uh, saw the documentary about him. Did you also see that Tom Hanks... Never saw it. The, oh, it's so good. Is yeah, it good? Yeah, Hanks. isn't it? Well, it's yeah. kind of about him, but not really about him. Or what's right. the deal? The, the focus is the focus is on. The, it's kind of like the uh, Steve Coogan, um, Judy Dench, like oh, where you're kind movie. of almost following him as he. I guess, I guess the Steve Coogan thing. I guess he is with Judy Dench the whole time, but you're you're following kind of the main the main character who's a writer for the Chicago Sun Times or Tribune, one of the two, mm. and goes to um, uh, interview. Was that is that right? It was uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was Chicago public television before it was? I think so. Or am I or am I getting that wrong? It was like that. Hold on, I might yeah. actually say yeah. here. I might say here. Uh, no, it doesn't. Why doesn't it? Oh, network. Here we go. Uh, Net and then PBS. Well, we knew about PBS. What the hell is Net? PBS. Net is Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. That's right. Oh, Thank Pittsburgh. You, uh, okay. And a crack He's a Pittsburgh feller. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. Won't you be my neighbor? Or uh, I can't remember the name of the Tom Hanks one, but it was it was really really good. Uh, the so. other the other thing, the Steve Coogan movie was called Wilhelmina, and it's great. Right. People should see Philomena. Philomena. Wilhelmina. Why did I say Wilhelmina? Wilhelmina. I don't know because Philomena. Uh, yeah. Philomena. Yeah, why is why am I thinking Wilhelmina? Where is there a uh, Wilhelmina? There was a character, some character named Wilhelmina. Was that uh, was that Willie Scott's full name in in Indiana Jones? And <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what it the is. Temple of Doom. Well, anyway, there's that. Uh, tons of other stuff, and then you finally get to the Simpsons. Down, let's see. Burp, 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 burp. I'm going way down. I mean, hell, yeah, it's <clears> not <throat> even the longest running animated thing because Scooby Doo. Can you count Scooby Doo because? They listed here as 52 years, 29 seasons of Scooby-Doo. But you're counting the original, you know, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Yeah. But then also the new Scooby-Doo movies, the Scooby-Doo show, Scooby and Scrappy, uh, the new Scooby and Scrappy show, the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Like, yeah, I don't think you, you get to do that. Individual? Yeah. I don't think you do. It's got to be one contiguous show. If you do spinoffs, right. redos, reformations, those count. I think those have to reset the clock. Don't you think? think so. Yeah, those are all bullcrap, I say. Uh, I did not know that the real world has been on the air for 33 seasons. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. That's how old we are. We just finished the reunion show for the uh, New Orleans cast. Oh, how was that? uh, Really, you know, if nothing else, that show, those reunion, those MTV reunion real world things, just go to show you that uh, being on a reality show can really F people up. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> Turn them into uh, kind of uh, uh, fame monsters. Did you? Uh, did, how's the Utah girl in there? She was. We, we, it was a big deal she, here. She was the. She was kind of the big train wreck, Julie. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, oh, yeah. she's a train wreck. So she was the Mormon girl who'd never done anything. Yeah. And um, it was almost like all that stuff was so bottled up for such a long time that uh, now she she kept describing herself on the show as very sex positive. I'm very sex positive. Uh, that's great. I feel like you have to if you have to keep saying that. Maybe there's deeper deeper. <laughs> it's a doth protest too much yeah, situation. A little bit. Yeah. Right. That's unfortunate. Uh, At the time, I remember us really rooting for her. Here we were. We were I know, like, oh, yeah, Julie, she was such a sweet girl. Let's go. She, You're gonna do this. All these all these worldly uh, real worlders you know they're going right, to give you yeah. crap and make you drink and do all oh you're going to be no. fine julie oh. stuff that uh, stuff that came out uh, that she did after real world wrapped up cuz then they you know they they want to parlay that into a career of like speaking engagements at schools and sure. and appearances and other things yeah. she apparently is um she like screwed a couple of the other cast members like told venues not tire them because of oh well they do this or they're not going to do this kind of thing and and really like slammed that's not cool no no and it, it finally came out during this reunion thing that uh, <laughs> so here's a letter I got from my agent saying <laughs> damn dude some yeah. dirt some I, real dirt I, I on that episode wow I really wish they jumped right over the L A cast that was the one I was really interested in seeing with Puck and or I'm sorry San Francisco cast with oh, Puck yeah. and Judd Winnick. Um, obviously, Pedro's no longer with us. Um, yeah, Pedro? that was the right. that was the season that had the most. With besides Puck, there was a normalcy to that yes. season. There right. were a bunch of people trying to do like they had plans and hopes and careers, and exactly. yeah. they were excited. And Judd Winnick went on to do what exactly what he went on to do. He made a bunch of comics comic, and super talented yeah. comic artist. Yeah, yeah. Ended yeah. up marrying what's her name, the doctor. Uh, right, her name. right from that same season. Yep, Amy or Jimmy or Lane, Lane, Lane. Yeah, Jimmy, or, I'm sure it was Jimmy. It was yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy and Judd. <laughs> Can't remember. But then Puck was a total dick, and and yeah. then you know all that. That was the only season I really. I think that's the one I enjoyed the most because it just felt My, the most real. Same here. I'm kind of looking for. I'm hoping they do a London reunion because I like that group. With uh, I just remember Jacinda. Oh, who else was there? I bet if I saw a, a shot of them, I'd remember the names of the other ones. But um, my guess is, and, and I haven't looked online to confirm this, but I'm guessing that nobody wanted to do the San Francisco reunion specifically because it meant they would be stuck in the house again with Puck. Nobody wanted to be with Puck. Yeah, they are. I guess they're hardcore about that. I've read that before. Probably, yeah. They're just like, you know, he was a horrendous human being. And we don't want to be anywhere near that dude. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like stuff on screen where he put his finger in the in the peanut butter and right. you know, oh, whatever. Yeah, it was more than that. Yeah. It was like he is a bad man, and we want Zip right. to do with him. I don't even. <laughs> is he around? I guess he's around. He's a guy. I'm sure he is. Yeah, he yeah. lives. He yet lives. He lives. He's the first thing that comes up uh, when you search for Puck, as opposed to like uh, the the Shakespeare character or the member of Alpha Flight. <laughs> oh right, <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Uh, well, yeah. good luck, Puck, and everybody else in that season. We're going to yeah. call Brian Dunaway and have our yeah. own little reunion. It's a reunion he's of sorts. cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. He's no Puck. Uh, he's no Puck. Let's see if we can get him in here. Oh, Pam. That's it. That's who Judd Winnick uh, married, Pam. Oh, Pam is her name, yeah. She was yeah. the doctor. or She was in medical she school was. at the time. Yep. Uh, yeah, then they had Corey and Muhammad. 
Wait, was Muhammad that season? Muhammad was that season, yeah. That feels like a season one guy, no? Who am I thinking nope. of? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had cool dreads and stuff. Rachel. Yep, exactly. That's and right. Rachel. Yeah. You just don't think of those others. You just think of the no. core group, no. you know? Yep, exactly. You think of you think of uh, Puck, Rachel, uh, Pedro, and Judd. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Or, or in some ways, I just think Puck. You know? <laughs> right, Puck and the peanut butter. Yeah, and they did try to do exactly. some stuff with him later, like had him host some like ancillary stuff. Right, or... they, they tried to do those like uh, real world road ruse challenges, and I think then that just turned into the challenge and and evolved and. Yeah. Well, good luck to Puck and all his doings. That music you hear right there is the music we use now to bring Brian Dunaway on board for a little tadpooly feud on a Wednesday. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Hello. Uh, How are you guys? Uh, I was just in the bathroom. Oh, were you in the oh, shitter okay. there, were you? Oh, all okay. Right. All right. So everything, uh, so everything come out okay? Yeah. No, yeah. So it was taking so long, and he was calling me. I had my headphones on, and they're wireless, and I run into the bathroom. I was like, I got time. They're talking They're talking about the real world. They're just going to keep yapping it up. Yeah. Well, most of that was yeah. to cover while we were dialing you and not having an answer. So oh, I know. I know. It's right in the middle of, <laughs> you know, doing my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, look. Some, look. Calling. If you don't Go drop, faster, you're in stream if you don't drop the kids off at the pool who's gonna do it for you nobody is the answer. right nobody uh, i won't do that at work no don't poo at work never do p p p yes poo poo no <laughs> that'll end up in a mashup all right hey <laughs> let's get to this game uh, you know, we know what to do, but Brian will have to explain more. Brian, oh, I guess we need oh, a caller, don't we? We need a, we need a contestant, yeah. Yeah, let me get that going. Monday, Sorry. Scott. My bad. My bad, everybody. Forgot to start up the phone thing. It's coming, it's coming, here it comes. That's what threw me. This week's weird. Having a Monday holiday threw me off, man. It really it, it threw me off, too, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate Monday holidays. Oh, no, I love them. Do you love them? <laughs> yeah, I love that's, them. That's great. Okay, now it's up. I don't know what took so long. All right, hopefully somebody will call in real quick and we can add them to this and they can play a little Tadpooly feud. Oh, there it is. Let's add it. Let's find out who this is. Hi, thanks for calling. Who's this? Hello. Hey, guys, it's Stephanie. Oh, hello, Stephanie. How are hey, you? Stephanie. Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie, perfect, perfect time for you to call in. We're going to talk about uh, apps and... Uh, uh, it's going to be great. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about apps and have you listen to us talk about apps. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, I know you're looking no. forward to that, right? You're stoked. <laughs> it's an all apps edition <laughs> of Tadpooly Feud. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. It's good to have you here. Uh, Brian, hey, why don't you explain to Stephanie here and me and Brian, for that matter, on how this thing works and what we're doing. Oh, God, you guys don't know? You don't know already? Okay. <laughs> all right, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Today's not super nerdy. Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers oh. that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Stephanie, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And, of course, you did get your name in today's episode, which I think makes it two in a row. If your team oh. wins, you get a prize package that includes a copy of Car Mechanic Simulator 2018. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it is good. And uh, Wonder Song. Ooh, that's also good. Uh, Wonder. Oh, yeah, Wonder Song. Yeah, that one's a good one, too. Very good. We talked yeah. about that last year, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. relatively cool. new. It's good. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Well, exciting games there that uh, that you and Kyle can enjoy. But good you need prizes. to win them. You need to you need to earn them. And in order to earn them, you need a topic. So, gentlemen, put your hands on your buzzers. All right. And. Give me your answer to this. We uh, surveyed 766 tadpoolers for this one. Uh, what's your favorite French word or phrase? 
Scott. Soup du jour. Soup no. du jour. Show me soup du jour. Soup of the day, baby. <laughs> oh, come oh, on. Oh, my uh, goodness. That was number, let's see here. I know that came up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not even in the top 20. Wow. Yeah. Really? That's lame. How are you yeah. going to find out what your soup of the day is? Right, exactly. Yeah, lame. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that gives a free shot to Brian. Any uh, answer on the board? Um, yes, I will take wee wee poo poo for number one, please. <laughs> sure. Uh, show me wee wee poo poo. Oh, yeah, what? Wee wee is number one. Are wee-wee. you kidding? <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Of course, the tadpole did that. <laughs> oh, my lord. Any form of wee 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 poo poo, wee wee, any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, Brian, you and Stephanie have control of the board. I don't know how, Stephanie? how good uh, Stephanie's French yeah, yeah, yeah. is. But she's- yeah, we Stephanie. got this. We got this done away. Are, are you a big <laughs> Stephanie, big, you big French fan? You like all the French things? Are you going to be able to? No. No? Okay. <laughs> no, but this this beats trying to uh, figure out Indiana Jones quotes. That's a good point. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good, that's yeah. a good the real one. The real trick here is to figure out how to do 10 of these like 10 right. favorite yeah Jesus. that's gonna be the i've got i've got like four or five offensive french phrases i know to you know to really piss off patrick but after that <laughs> yeah. i'm kind of out you're all out yeah. after that i get you yeah I feel yeah like. well, we'll, um, we'll see what our crossover off the top of your head? maybe maybe combined we'll we'll do okay yeah, you guys yeah we got fun. this all right we got this stephanie do you have one that pops in to your head uh the first one i can think of is uh say la if I'm saying that oh. right. Say la, oh, say la, say la, Pulling out a little Robbie and Neville oh. by uh, Brian Dunaway there. Yeah. That's right. Better 1985, Neville. Robbie Neville, <laughs> 1986, Robbie <laughs> Neville with Say la Vie. Yep. Is that cool. your, that's your, uh, going to be your guess? I don't know. I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was until <laughs> it's right. Stephanie got quiet on us. I'm like, I like Stephanie's I'm, answer. Was just, I don't everything. know. I think so. <laughs> I think it's a great answer. Good answer. <laughs> Do it, Show go for me it. Uh, the French wave saying that's just the way it goes. Oh man! C'est la vie, number two. On Damn, the list. you guys are killing nice. it. Nice. I always have to say uh, "merci beaucoup," which is totally how you not say it, <laughs> but I love saying it. "Merci beaucoup." Merci beaucoup. Yeah. All what do you think, Stephanie? Is that a good one? Yeah, or at least just merci, whatever. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Let's do it. She wants to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Merci. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> All mercy, right. Mercy. Mercy. Show me. Merci. Oh. Are you kidding me? Number 20. Any form of merci. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Uh, was number 20 on the list. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, now the yeah, pressure's I'm sorry, on. Stephanie. Looks like uh, I'm buying okay. Stephanie some games. We'll make a comeback. It's okay. We're we're up against Scott here, so I'm I don't I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't worry. I feel better about it. Thank I you. seriously wouldn't yeah. worry, you guys. I'm terrible at this. Um, okay, I, if it's the tadpole, somebody somewhere tried to spell, oh, and I don't know how you write that, <laughs> but whatever. That's O-W-O-W-O. my answer. W O W W O. All the letters. All right, show me. Oh come on! Uh, really? French, French laugh number eighteen. Ha ha ha! And it, really? it, a lot of people spelled it H O N H O N. But do you have another one? I have one that Scott loves. We might want to take it. How do I love it? Yeah. Really? Okay. Right. What? What? Do, do it. Go. 
Yeah. We did it this past week on the uh, on the uh, um, num, 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 on the film sack. It was mm, bon appetit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you even had an argument oh, about yeah. uh, if you pronounced the T at the end of bon appetit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I you, think you, so. Let's go with that. I have de- a couple we, more that yeah. I think uh, did, Tadpool went with. Did we determine think, on film sack if it's teat or tea? What did tea. Tea. You don't pronounce Yeah. you don't pronounce the final. It's just the way he said it. He's like bon appetit. I was like, yeah. Bon appetit. Yeah. Who was it? Was good appetite. No, I mean, yeah. no, I'm trying to remember who the who I can't remember what we saw. Jason I remember Statham. that we watched a <laughs> we watched the David Hasselhoff. No, it's David is David Statham. Jason Statham is who it was. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's All right. right. It was the you know, it was previous. It was the no, transporter, but yeah, last weekend. That's, that's right. right. Okay. It wasn't this past weekend. My bad. All right. <laughs> All right. Show me bon appetit. Are you uh, kidding me? Number 16. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I wish I was kidding. I'm not kidding though. Dude. Um, what the know. what? Well, these, now uh, the heck? We're going with mine next time. Sorry, don't know it. <laughs> control is control is back over to uh, Brandon Stephanie. What no, me. Got? It's me. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't give it back to us. Oh. That sounds perfect. Yeah, they Oops. just answered that yeah. wrong. Hold on, let me. Can yeah, I what? Unstrike? No, that was Scott. What? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's drunk, Scott. I'm kidding. I'm there kidding. Hilarious. It's strike, strike fixed. Oh, okay, good. I was like, wait a minute. Why am I struck? Oh, how do you do that? That's cool. Yeah, you can Step unstrike. But you answer the rest of them since I apparently am an idiot. All right, here's my here's my answer. Um, okay. Because someone out there is thinking that someone's going to p- p- channel Patrick. Somebody said, really, really. I'm, I'm, I know <laughs> oh. this happened. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. It had to All have right. happened because that's like a thing. It's a meme. That's going to be worth yep, like 100 totally points. Is. All right. Show me really, really. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. People did say that. It was number 37 on the list. Oh, it's way down there. Oh, 37. Right. Look. Boy, it really Patrick's got been busy. Look, Patrick's been busy raising two little babies. He hasn't been around. Nobody's heard it in a while. I think it's just fallen off. I think so. I think I think that's right. Yes. Yeah. We'll do a reunion in 20 years. Bring Puck back. <laughs> we'll bring it back to just say reedy reedy. Yeah. There you go. All that's right. Uh, weeks, Brian and Stephanie, yeah. we're, we're uh, down to... There's eight, eight available answers on the board, and you guys have two strikes. You I need th- to... Uh, I think we should go with that's too expensive. That's how much those eggs are. Bonjour. What do you think, bon, Stephanie? Bonjour. Stephanie uh, had some. <laughs> yeah, give me give me yours, Stephanie. I mean, give me yours. What do you got? It seems obvious, but I'm now I'm like super worried. Um, I don't know if people would go with that. I don't know. Maybe right. maybe I don't know. I'm so confused. I was gonna do go. Can, to I, do it, can, I, can I go with? Uh, can I go with one of mine? Yeah. I have a, I have Absolutely. a strong feeling about this one because it was in a song, and uh, maybe people would use it because it's in a song. So, do it. but it's a big one. Are you ready okay. for it? Yeah. <laughs> do you want, do you want me to say it? Or should we just go with yours? No, say you it. You go for it. Say it. I'm no, hear no, it. no, say yours because our third strike, it doesn't matter what Scott gets. Is This is it. If if we don't get it, it doesn't matter if Scott Yeah, you if, know, I, if you're going to win, if if I, you guys strike and then I strike, which is very likely, right. you're, you've just won. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, but if you know, <sighs> that's true. Let's just that's go with true. yours. Let's just go with yours because you said it already, and I don't want Scott that's to right. take and it. That way, I can take the full brunt of the. It's my fault. Yeah, you, see, no, you should. That's good. Just no, do you it. should. Just yeah. do it. Both take both it for both. the team. Take it for the team. Yeah. Just, just like uh, just just like the beauty said in the Beast. Yeah. Bonjour. Bonjour. All right. Bonjour. Show me bonjour. 
Nope. Oh, that, seven. That probably sealed your deal. Thank God. Bonjour. All right. Okay, Steph. Now you can use you can use yeah, yours. If Scott if Scott would have taken that one, he would have he would have won. So. Yeah, he could have won. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Good play. Yeah. So good, good, good call. Yeah. Okay, the one I was gonna say is uh oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> uh Vuke Vukeche, avez moi. You go with the musicals. That's that song, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. That's right. Okay. You're going with the uh, the Lady Marmalade uh, by... Uh, yeah, that uh, one. Yeah, that's... Yes, uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, a little bit of a uh, little bit of clarification here. When you see this, show me, voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Nice. Okay. Yes. Uh, there's clarification? Yeah, because uh, it was... Uh, I think Stephanie said... Voo voo. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I said it wrong the first time, and I was hoping nobody caught it. That's why I repeated it. Because <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> no, that counts. That totally counts. You're good. Yes. All right, you two. You're, right. you're running away with Ooh, it. What else are, you got? Yeah, 15 points. Okay, okay. I, I, have, five, I have another one. Just on the board. All right. Give me another, Steffi. Okay, so this one just kind of popped up in my head. Um, I am a huge Doctor Who fan, and I know my favorite doctor says, MLZ. MLZ. Okay. So I think our uh, our tattoo. There's a bunch of who heads in there. I'm agreeing. That might be a safe one. Yeah, we got a lot of who heads. Lots of who heads. Bunch of who heads. Who heads? Yeah. Who heads? All right. Is that what you're going with? Allons-y. Allons-y. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Show me. Allons-y. No. Surprisingly, I thought that would be higher too. 28 on the list uh, for Allons-y. Oh, they let us down. Um, They did. They did. All right. Well, there's uh, six answers on the board, Scott. Uh, you need at least two of them to to uh, to win okay. to take those prizes to yank those prizes out of Stephanie's hands. Oh, Evor! <laughs> here is here is okay. I want everyone to hear me very clearly when I'm, before I say this. <laughs> there's a there's a French short French phrase that I remember from high school. So we're talking like 1986, 87, somewhere in there. Uh huh. Uh huh. And we thought it was hilarious. Today, I would never say this and try to be funny about it, but <laughs> it's all I can think about. It's the only one in my head, so I'm going right. to say it because I remember somebody <laughs> saying, how do you say late in French? Oh, okay. And all right. we okay. said, okay. I don't know, how do you say it? And they, they came back with the answer. And again, I want everyone to understand. I'm only. This is an old thing. <laughs> we were kids. I was an idiot. All right. So that's just as long as all of that's clear. The answer was, I believe, pronounced "n retard." Okay. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know how late. common that's going to be, or whatever. It probably is going to be wrong. It's just all I have left. It's all I sure, have. Sure. 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 Yes. Uh, all right. Show me what Scott just said. <laughs> Show me what Scott just said. That's the best thing I've heard. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I, show me what Scott said. i got to look it up uh, make it sure is, that's still real. Yeah, see if it's real. I'm not even seeing anybody saying that one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here it is. You're late. Every, to SN retard. Uh, rendezvous. Probably, I'm late that's another one probably where you don't... Uh, Pronounce the the last uh, consonants, right? So Enritel. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm I'm zero oh. zero chance I'm saying it correctly. Yeah, I don't know. all, all right. the French I know is contained within Beauty and the Beast songs. Yeah, Pardon, sure. Madame. 
That's what I'm saying. Well, congratulations, uh, Stephanie. You won. Let's go down the rest of these. Uh, the rest of these <laughs> wonderful items here. Number three: omelette du fromage, which is. Uh, of course. Uh, a couple of comedy references, Dexter, Dexter's Egg. Laboratory. It's uh, yeah, yes. uh, omelet with cheese. But also Steve Martin uh, had it in his... Uh, That's right. His bet. I, yes, I know a little French. Omelette de fromage. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, everyone loves to, to know how to swear in foreign languages. So number four. Mad. Oh, uh, mad. Really? Crap. Shit. Mad. Shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did know that and I forgot. Uh, no number idea. six. <laughs> Sacre bleu! Oh, man! Oh! Oh, that we should have got that, oh, sacre yeah. bleu! Yeah. Uh, number eight. Sacred blue? If you're, if you're, if you're hungry, croissant? Yes. Wow. That's Listen, not really it's in every a Burger King, they've got those uh, croissants. That's not really a phrase as much as it's a statement. <laughs> it's right? an I don't What's know. your favorite French word or phrase is the question. It's a noun. It's a oh, okay. word. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's a noun. Word. Yep. It's an item. Kyle's going to be very mother. disappointed in me that I didn't get croissant, because I say that all the time. <laughs> Do you? Uh, here's one that I'm guessing uh, you don't say a lot. Number nine. Menage à toi. Ah, menage à toi. That's where I thought you were going, Scott, when you started saying, all right, well, I just want to clarify no, that I don't that would, say this. That I wouldn't have trouble with. The other one's just yeah. very insensitive. Not yes. nice, because we were all laughing. Oh, it's, like, it's like the R word. <laughs> we were idiots. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. Uh, number 10 has got this certain something I just can't put my finger on. It's a genesis. Ah, ah, man. All it would have taken is that. I don't know what. If I'd have yes. gotten that one, I would have won. Right? Uh, you needed two of them. You needed uh, two answers. Once it came back with uh, them having 15, you needed two answers to be able to, oh, uh, well, to compete. I was uh, some other ones from the list. Uh, baguette. Tabernacle, mm. which I think is uh, a Quebec Quebecois uh, f bomb, mm. déjà vu, ooh la la. Uh, someone just said, or, uh, eleven people just said French fries is their favorite uh, French yeah, phrase. Or French fries, yeah. <laughs> Low hanging uh, je fruit. Je ne sais pas, which is uh, different from je ne sais quoi. I, it's just I don't know versus I don't know what. Um, merci, au revoir, comme si comme ça, fromage. Uh, uh, pardon my French. Uh, yeah. <laughs> touche. I'm surprised Touche didn't uh, wasn't yeah, hired. Zutalaw is another one. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, Pomplamoose. <laughs> Pomplamoose. Yeah, is, that a, is that a French word? It probably is. It's Aren't a French they? word. It's grapefruit, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, grapefruit. I didn't know that. All yep. right. Patreon. Oh, that's not. No, that's not one. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well done, Stephanie. These games are now yours, and you need to email Brian. I know you have his address, but here it is anyway, coverville at gmail.com, and uh, he'll hook you, you up. And I think you did great today. You and Brian, yeah. you know, certainly did better than I did. So congratulations. And Oh, I got to play uh, the official thing. Hold on. Uh, this is for his wife. Um, oh, here it is. This is. You know what this is? This is for Christine Fletcher, because she always likes to hear it. Congratulations! You're a winner. Nice. Good job. You've won. You are the winner. And uh, we hope that you get to play again someday and win again. Hey, Brian, well yes. done. Good job. Oh, and, thank you know, you. listen, yesterday, I got to say out loud, we had a great time doing the, uh, the Play Retro show. And the reason was is uh, you got two guys who really like old stuff, who love sitting around talking about the Sega Dreamcast and how it was just about the best thing Sega ever did. And sadly, the last thing they ever did in hardware. 
So uh, if you want to hear all about that and uh, the highs and lows of the of the Sega saga, the saga of Sega. Oh, we should have called it Sega Saga. Yeah, oh, Sega Saga. Yeah, what were we Death thinking? Coming. I know. Well, look, in hindsight, is that's why we need votes. Yeah, votes. We need votes. We should start doing titles. Have people vote yeah. on titles. Well, then they're too long and it's, it sucks and it's hard to understand. Anyway, the point is, uh, people should check it out. Uh, go check out uh, that show wherever you get your podcasts. That's Play Retro uh, is where you can find it. It's also archived up on the YouTube channel and everything you can find at uh, frogpants.com slash play retro. Hey, Brian, anything else going on in your life that you'd like to mention? Not if you're going to hang up on me. No, okay. And you're good. Tell me, boy, what are you doing? What, you got stuff. <laughs> You've been streaming every night. You got things. What are you doing? Streaming every night, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Come on by. Twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. Okay, that sounds great. Nope. Okay. He's just, he really was waiting for me to hang up on him. He really was. And it's totally fine. He was right to do that. He was right to do it. Yep. All right, you guys. Well done, everybody. Now this. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning. Good morning. It's time to do some quick news brought to you by... Brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster, the editing challenge judging is now up. So if you uh, want to hear how everyone did on editing, not just a bunch of rough, and I mean rough, audio into a podcast, we gave them an even tougher constraint. They had to make an episode of Hammond's podcast, Beyond the Playlist, which means they already had a set of constraints built into this challenge that they had to adhere to. Uh, Find out who won and find out who went home. It's right. Uh, it's up there now. Anywhere you get your podcast, America's Next Top Podcaster, or visit America's Next Top Podcaster.com. Nice. So we got a problem. A woman. Oh, no. Yeah, a woman. No particular. Well, she's a Texas woman, but we don't. You okay. Know. Not a Florida woman. No, we don't have a thing okay. for Texas women. A Texas woman <laughs> is charged. <laughs> Sorry, Texas women. I guess we don't have a thing for you. It sounds weird. Uh, she was charged with a felony after spitting on a corpse in a casket at a funeral home. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Not a fan of the deceased, I suppose. Apparently not. She was charged with a felony. I didn't know that was a felony. After spitting on a corpse at a funeral home and doing a viewing, uh, according to arrest records, according to uh, the arrest affidavit, Laurie Lynn Hines, age 51, walked into a funeral home in Tyler, Texas on November 29th, walked straight up to the casket and then spit on the corpse. Oh, jeez. Patooey, wow. she says. Wow. P- p- uh, great big patooey on the dead. <laughs> a witness on the scene said Heinz uh, had animosity toward the family of the person in the casket. Really, you don't say. Weird. Jeez. Did it take a room but full of detectives? I would to like to know the out? story. What more? Like, you know, what uh, not an ex wife or something like that just said. We don't know any. Glad you did. We don't know any other dirt on it, unfortunately. Um, she just says that she was arrested. Came up and teabagged him. <laughs> They, they actually got the warrant in January, but didn't arrest her until the 5th of this month. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened there. Uh, huh. She Let's see. She had state jail felony abuse of a corpse. Didn't know that was a felony. That's crazy. Yeah. She posted $2,500 bond uh, the next day, and it's all pending trial. So, yeah, don't spit on the corpse. Yeah. I feel Respect like that's... for the dead. Come on. It feels like that's a little much to have that be a felony because the dead don't care. The guy laying there, he don't care if you spit on him. He doesn't. He's not yeah. there. He doesn't know. Yeah. Although, I mean, should you know, it be a felony though? A fel- felony. Yeah, felony does seem a little bit rough, right? Like misdemeanor. I get it. Uh, making a ruckus. What do you call that? Uh, distracting uh, the peace. Disturbance. Yeah, disturbing something like peace. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like a felony. I don't know. That oh, seems- looking at this lady too. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, she looks pissed. <laughs> she looks like somebody'd spit on a corpse. She does, right? She looks yeah. like a corpse spitter. 
if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Here, <Chuck. laughs> that's the okay. that's the sound that I picture her making. Yeah. <laughs> I spit on your carps. <laughs> All right, Elon Musk in the news. Okay, not really. His daughter's in the news. She's disowning him. Oh, yeah, geez. and has filed to ditch his name. Uh, Elon Musk is a very divisive public figure, says this article on Yahoo.com, who this rarely... Isn't the, the one that just got named X squared umbrella kumquat or something, right? No, like, this, this is, is one of the... Those are his new kids. too young to disown him yet. <laughs> yeah, these are his new... His new kids have those math names. This is a... Yeah. This is the oldest kid, I guess. Ugh. I guess he's got okay. like 10 kids or something. Oh, really? Or Holy something cow. like that. He's got a bunch of them spread all over the place. Everybody's been pregnant with one of his kids. Anyway. Wow. Rarely shies away from a dispute. Someone can correct me on that number. I have no idea what the total is, um, but it's high. Anyway, uh, it's coming oh, it from a family like member. Wow. Eight? Yeah, there you, there you go. Yeah. The Tesla founder's transgender daughter has uh, filed court documents in Los Angeles County to change her full name. Uh, yes, dropping Musk for good and legally declare her gender identity. Uh, these aren't your ordinary court papers, according to TMZ, who obtained the documents. Signaled a rift between father and daughter. I'm not going to mention the name because the old name. Because I, I was informed that that's uh, there's a term for that called dead naming. Dead name, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, they don't li- and people don't like it, so I'm not going to do it, even though I didn't know that before today. Uh, the filing states that Wilson, who turned 18 in April, has a very clear reason for the name change, writing gender identity and the fact that I no longer live with or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so there it is in black and white. It says there's some sort of dispute going on between them. So whatever. There you go. Wow. Family dispute yeah. with Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, so the one, the newer, newest one is the XAE-XII. Yeah, there you go. But then he's also got another daughter named Nevada, or maybe son, Nevada Alexander, Griffin Musk, Exa Dark, Side Rail, Damien Musk, Kai Musk. I'm sorry, Side Rail? <laughs> Exadark side rail. Okay, Exadite Sars side rail will also be in court one day, <laughs> yes. demanding to this change their name. Is, uh, this is another one with Grimes. Uh, <laughs> Grimes against humanity. Here we go. Means the absence of, I guess, Exa comes from the Exaflops supercomputing term. Okay, and uh, the abs- dark is the absence of photons. I guess. Wow, this is. I feel like none of this is going to be great on all their psyches. No, no, exactly. I mean, they might all have tons of money, and maybe that's enough for some people. But mm-hmm. I feel like having a good father relationship is more important than money, personally. Yeah. Oh, sid- sidereal is that or sidereal? Sidereal, still bad. Nice tomato. Thank you. Sidereal. That's no, still bad. Still bad. Yeah. Way yeah. better than side rail. She's going to get called side rail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi, uh, Exodark. I have a coffee. I have an extra hot latte for... Uh... Side rail? <laughs> side rail. Is there a side rail here? I yell side rail. Nobody come. I hang up. Yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> I have a I have a, a cappuccino here for the, uh, the 11th uh, item in the periodic table of the elements. Uh... Yeah. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to do that to your kids. I don't know why you do it. it is. I mean, it's totally. this weird assumption that they're they're never going to be anything but a little baby who doesn't care. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, who know. else did weird ones? Was it Bruce just, Willis? And just uh, ask uh, Apple uh, uh, Apple Paltrow or uh, <laughs> yeah, whoever all these Hollywood man, Hollywood and rich people. Right. What are you doing? Right. Just name him Jacob. 
I mean, you know, it worked for uh, Zappa and his kids. They they embraced it. They grew up in a weird family, so it just kind of been it was fine to be Moon Unit and Dweezil and uh, well, and all. And word on the road there was that he was a super cool dad and was really good to his kids. Yeah, so that yeah. probably helps. But I'm totally guessing helps. here's what here's what Elon Musk does, as best I can tell. Okay, it had nothing to do with his business acumen or his smarts or his billions or any of that. Don't care about any of that for a minute. Just, <laughs> I think he just walks in deposits his seed and leaves <laughs> like i don't think there's a lot else going on i mean right, right, you never see yeah. him with these kids right uh, he's not as i mean i i can't judge because i'm not there but i just it doesn't feel like he's involved so yeah. the difference there is if you're going to name your kid moon but then also be a good dad and hang out with them they'll probably embrace their name exactly yes Freaking moon unit moon. what was uh zowie bowie oh zowie but yeah and he changed his name to uh what did he change his name the to? Director, right? It's the yeah, De- uh, Deacon De- uh, Deacon Jones. No, De- uh, Deacon. Uh, Deacon. Is it not Deacon? De- is it Duncan, De- Jones. Duncan Jones? Duncan Jones. He changed yes. his name to Duncan. Yeah. And I would have too. That's Zowie or whatever. That's a bad name. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, and he loved his dad, but even in that case, yes. you know, you're not going to get taken seriously in, in a directing career, maybe if your name is Zowie. Right. When we named my daughter Taylor at three o'clock in the morning, we spelled it like <laughs> the guy who does your suits with an I. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then realized our mistake. It's just because we were tired. We weren't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And sure. we realized our mistake, and we go running down to the lady. We're like, "Oh, we, we screwed up. We screwed up." And they charged us for that. They made us repay for that. Really? Was, yeah. was that the fifty bucks? That was. It was about fifty bucks then. Yeah. I don't know what it is okay. now. But it pissed me off <laughs> because we were just, you know, drunk with baby. We weren't right, thinking yes, exactly. Straight. Newfound power. Yeah. I have created life. <laughs> we had successfully created life that day. I didn't know what we were doing. And then when we named Carter, I mean, every parent tries to get a little creative. We named Carter after a, a, a female lawyer on some episode of the Outer Limits, I think it was. Uh-huh. And we just thought, oh, that's such a cool name. First name for a girl. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know. I could have screwed that up. What if the next big serial killer was named Carter or something? You know, you don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You. You know, Adolf was probably a really popular name uh, in the '30s and early '40s. <laughs> yeah. But in 1994, when Taylor was born, they made us jump through some hoops and pay some money, and it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the chat room. I think she's joking that yeah, you initially spelled it C A R T O R. K Tor. Cartor. Yeah, I like that. More like a He-Man villain. Right, exactly. It's pretty good. All right. Uh well that's it for the news today. Tomorrow we'll do more, but now we take a break and Tom Merritt prepares to come on the show right after this break and hang out with us. We could also get some recommendals today. I think Nicole is absolutely here today. As far cool. as I know, we have not heard to the contrary, so that'll be fun. And uh, Randy will be joining us as well, each of us with a recommend all of our own, so good fun right around the corner. Before we do any of that, though, song from Brian Ibbett. Okay, all right, well, let's go to Nashville for this one uh, for a band called Band of Silver. This is a three-piece made up of Avery Silvernagel and her younger brothers, Alex and Evan. She's she's on vocals, and these guys are uh, backing her up on drums and, and guitar, drums and keyboards. Um, the, the band is called Band of Silver. This is a brand new single. I'm sorry, this is their previous single. They have a brand new single that we don't have yet that comes out Friday called Maybe Next Time. Uh, comes out Friday, but while you're waiting for that one, here's uh, another one that came out this year called Chasing 
a stranger. Here's Band of Silver. concerned, well, hamburgers and hot dogs are their idea of a really good meal. All right, great. And who do you think should be the next Spider-Man? The Morning Stream, because knowing is half the battle. We're back, everybody. Hey, hey, Brian, remind me who that yeah. was. Yeah, that was the band Band of Silver from a uh, an EP they released just released this uh, uh, this earlier this year called Chasing a Stranger. That's the title track of the EP. But get ready for a brand new single getting released on Friday called Maybe Next Time. Very nice. 
They seem busy. They got stuff they to are. do. Things Just to cranking out the music and, and good music. I'll say that for yeah, sure. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get all merity up in here, and we're gonna play mm. this to start it off. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us now from Los Angeles, California, to talk about technology on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Tom, welcome back to the show. Yeah, I uh, barely. Barely made it in, uh, Brian and Scott, because uh, there <laughs> yeah. there was the weirdest thing happened. Uh, someone was spraying a liquid all over my neighborhood this morning. Oh my! Uh, oh. I did, wherever I looked, it was just coming from really? the sky. Yeah, oh yeah. oh oh! You yeah. got yeah. You know here we call that rain here. Are you saying? Wait a minute! I remember the song. Mm. Mm-hmm. It never rains in Southern California. California. Are you saying it? Are you saying it did? <laughs> I, w- that I would say. I would say that's not. That's not incorrect. But when it pours, man, it pours. <laughs> that's great, though. You guys, it's good to get some well, water in the early summer, right? You guys want that? Uh, yeah, it actually didn't even pour. It was like barely a, a <laughs> sprinkle. No. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, it was enough to wet the pavement. Oh, that's good, gotcha. though. Now, yeah. Look, it's better than we no... we need it. Every little drop, right? Every drop yeah. helps, exactly. Everybody, dig out your lawns, go zero-scape. Zero-scape, sorry. I've now been told that I've been saying it wrong. Zero-scape. Yeah, not zero-scape. 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 Nothing. That means that there is nothing on your... Zero-scaping. Well, anyway, it's good to have you here. And I'm sure some technology dropped along with that rain today, but what's going on out there? Yes, indeed. I'm glad you asked. Uh, the Ikea folks, you, you use the Ikea furniture ever? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, you got it. a few Ikea yeah. items this, there in the uh, office. This item right here is Ikea. Uh, yeah. The the shelves I have behind me are, oh, this table I'm standing in front of is Ikea. I have a, yeah. I have a lo- raising and lowering desk next to me that I don't use for much except uh, <laughs> putting crap on. That's also from Ikea. <laughs> Ikea's going to use that as a poll quote. Yeah, why not? Yes. Put it on right. the box. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Billy the bookcase right behind me. Sure. Um, I, uh, I I want to tell you about their new app called Creative, launching soon in the U.S. for iPhone and available on their website. Uh, it is better than IKEA Place. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I, IKEA stands probably already know IKEA Place, where you can take a, a piece of furniture, look through your camera, and then put it in your room. Mm. Uh, that that is sticking around. They're not getting rid of that. But Creative actually scans your room and allows you to delete your own furniture to make room for the Ikea furniture. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's amazing. Yeah, okay. I think I'll use, even if I'm not buying their furniture, I want to, well, I guess, I guess the I things. Play around with it. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff in the app that'll let me see what furniture would look best. Ooh, this is actually pretty cool. Look at this. I'm looking at some, mm-hmm. some screenshots of this. Yeah, you know what? This has been my big complaint. Like when we talk about changing stuff in the basement, because we've been talking lately about what if we took the carpet out and sealed the floor and did like a cool kind of cement floor idea uh, thing? Or what mm-hmm. if we changed the walls or did this or added these pieces of furniture? And every time I walk in there, I'm like, well, this is impossible to imagine because look at everything that's here. Yeah, right? yeah. And this right. will let me do that. That's that's pretty rad. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah it's very cool. Uh, it's It works best on an iPhone with a LiDAR sensor. Uh, they don't. They don't have their Android app in, ready yet. They say that one will be coming later this summer. And if you use an iPhone that doesn't have lidar, an older iPhone, or the web, uh, you you can still do it. It just won't have quite as much spatial detail. Uh, but with the lidar sensor, you just stand in your room. You point it at five. They call them targets. Uh, I, I assume it's the pieces of furniture you most want to move around or get rid of. Yeah. Uh, 
and and, and it is a little, looks a little tedious. Apparently, TechCrunch says it takes about two minutes, uh, and and it feels like a golf lesson. They're like, keep your elbows in, pivot at the wrists. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But once you do that, it is really impressive because it takes that scan. You do a figure eight thing, uh, which people who do AR are probably uh, familiar with that. Yeah. You you upload that and then it creates your room and you can go and like delete some or all of your furniture so that you can make way for trying out different pieces of Ikea furniture. And of course, save them to your account or, or put them in a shopping basket, whatever. Uh, you can share the designs with folks. Uh, like, like you could share it with Kim uh, if you want to collaborate on it. Uh, they even have an interior designer service apparently at ikea you could share it with if you want to pay for that uh but yeah it looks looks pretty impressive i can't wait to try it out myself just to kind of see could you could you use this app to like um uh, take a picture of your living room and then make your couch disappear and see if your keys fell back behind them (laughs) that would be amazing (laughs) i'm gonna say no probably not could Darn it! Pick, can you can you pick up the couch, turn it upside down, and shake, shake out all the, the change? change. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not easily. Not at my age. So uh, yeah. French fry. <laughs> let me let me ask you this question. It doesn't appear to say it here, so I'll, that's why I'll ask. And maybe we will, none of us know this, but. Will it let me change paint color in the room? Can I? Not yet. That okay. is a feature they they mentioned as coming down the road. They want they want to be able to to let you change the paint color of the walls. And they said they have some other features in the works. They've been beta testing this thing since April of last year, April twenty twenty one. So they've they've got lots of other features in the work to add to it uh, as, as they go along. Uh, it's only available in the U.S. at launch, but it will be coming to other countries in September. So yeah, probably by the end of the year, you'll be able to get it on Android. You'll be able to get it in in lots of countries and maybe they'll have added the paint color feature and, and some others that'd be awesome it's uh, called a chat- a- oh go ahead brian i was gonna say i'm excited about there there's uh, other things that they're working on like a collaboration with swedish house, swedish house mafia on a really cool looking turntable it's oh like really i love swedish house turntable. mafia i love that freaking group those yeah are, they're great no i didn't know that that's cool they also there's also something in here about them uh introducing a home let's see ikea to launch a new smart home hub an app? Yep. Oh wow. Yep. Okay. That's, this is that's older been news. In the works but, for a while. Yeah. They 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 really are uh, on the the cutting edge of wanting to be part of the smart home. In fact, uh, they joined the Metaverse Foundation that was announced yesterday, along with Meta, Nvidia. You know, uh, because they want to make uh, IKEA Metaverse friendly, so that you can you can go in and and use IKEA items mm. when you're building your Metaverse house eventually. So they are they are pretty forward thinking there. Huh. Well, I'm. I don't know. I find this super, super interesting. I mean, it's actually also I'm finding it interesting that they're this late to the game. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. To feel I that don't way? think they're late to the game. Why? Mm. Why do you say that? I'm well, okay. So it just seems like it seems like their focus on like modular. Here's you know inexpensive but easy to assemble, and here's your house, and they're just the focus of that company is so like on that whatever that edge of cutting edge is of of home decor it just seems like we would have years ago heard them going and we've got these four apps and we've got this website that'll do this and we've got a home hub and when internet of things we're all over it like it just feels like they're a little late i don't know why I feel I, I think because you haven't heard of what they've done because they have had lots of apps like ikea places ikea places has been around for years mm. this is this is them taking advantage of that being or being on time, if not early to the game, because no, no one else is doing this. 
Yeah. Uh, everybody else, Amazon, Wayfair, they they all have the same thing as IKEA Place, where you can take a piece of furniture and put it in the room. IKEA is upping the game and saying, "All right, what if you can actually delete the furniture in your room?" Nobody else is doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've had smart home stuff for years. They were one of the first furniture companies to put out their own smart bulb, and I remember people kind of making fun of them, like, "Why is IKEA doing this?" Yeah. So I feel like they're ahead of the game. But your reaction makes me think they're not good at making people aware of that. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, maybe it's their marketing yeah. that sucks and they're not good at letting me know what's going on. And maybe if I was in that store more often, I would see yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like it feels like this, I don't know, it feels like this stuff's new, but clearly it's not. They've been working on it for a while. Yeah, um, if you if you look into to place, uh, you can see that creative is is them trying to stay ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. At least that's why the way I look at it. Well, it seems pretty cool. Uh, and I'm sorry, did you say a date for when this was hitting iOS? It's coming out now. Uh, I I don't know if it's in the App Store yet or if it'll be in the App Store by the end of the day. But they they're launching it it now uh, on iOS and the web. I want to go try it. I yeah. might try it today. And if you have a let's see, lidar's in the. F- 11s up through 13s right i think i have to look that up yeah i can't remember how far back that sounds right off the top but i i I wouldn't guarantee that off the top of my head yeah well we'll uh we'll see how it goes for them hopefully pretty cool and uh, also brian put a picture of this um this turntable they're collaborating on that is so it's simple right like it is a it is a box with a cylinder <laughs> with a, a turntable sitting right on top of it that's kind of offset a little bit yeah. not a lot of bells and whistles but god it is really it's there's something cool. just nice about the simplicity of it yeah it's i need a really new clean. turntable do you there, there you go, go brian yeah. or tom right because there. Uh, the clock well, flig could be yours I, for just, i uh, just bought one in 1982 yeah <laughs> you just, just did yeah, and, just. It, and it and it's it's already showing uh problems uh <laughs> The Radio Shack I bought it at is no longer in business either. Oh, it's no, like, so you can't I, take it back. And, I can't you know, take it back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe you could take it to another Radio Shack. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> I have some bad news. Bad Actually, news. I say that, but the uh, the Radio Shack I bought it at is still in business. It's Will of the Wind oh. Hobby Shop. Mm. Uh, they, they they survived because they weren't just a Radio Shack. So. Yeah, ah. we, have the, we have one here like that that's still got the Radio Shack name on it. But nothing inside there is what Radio Shack used to be. It's a yeah, weird yeah. deal. If you yeah. owned it before they, I mean, there's the whole like franchisee thing. Some of them own more than they're supposed to. It's weird. But good luck to them and all their terrible stores. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, good luck on that. And uh, later today, the Daily Tech News Show happens at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. I'll be there. It's Wednesday. And um, I'm looking forward to talking about this and many other stories that will be there on display. Tom, anything else you want to talk about or mention? Uh, yeah, lots. And I'll talk about it on my newsletter, folks. Uh, if you don't get enough of me on DTNS, DTNS is like, I don't want to pay for something if I don't have to. Uh, I just want a free podcast I can get on my podcast app where you tell me the news. That's great. That's why I do that. Uh, if you'd like uh, a little more of my writing, a little more detail, a little more time to digest and parse what, what I'm saying about news, uh, check out my Substack. Uh, there is a free tier that gets you some of the articles for free, and then if you pay a little bit, you, you get more of them. So that's at TechTom, like Tech Time, but Tom, TechTom.substack.com. There you go. It's Tom Merritt, nice. everybody. Ace to Tech on Twitter. Go poke him there. We'll see you Yeah, later. please. Poke, <laughs> poke away. Poke me. Poke me. Poke, 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 poke. All right, there goes Tom Merritt into the, into the night. Into the ether. Yep. Um, all right, now we're going to see if this is going to work. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, it's going to be a big room full of big people here. Hold on a second. Boy, All yeah, right. this is a big collab about yeah, to happen right here. A big collab, although Nicole is not online, so I don't know what that means. We're going to find out uh, if this works at all today. Uh, I know Randy's around. Hi, Randy. Is that Randy? Good morning, morning stream. Oh, look, it's Randy here. Let's play a little of this while we're at it. Uh, hey, it's nice to see you. We're, uh, we're adding Nicole to this call as well, and it's ringing. Uh, she's okay. not online, so let me see here. Send her a quick I can, text. I can talk. Hey, Brian. Yes, Randy. You've been uh, listening to Amel and the Sniffers lately? I have not. I uh, don't think I've ever listened to Amel and the Sniffers. Okay. Have I? Let me All see right. here. You say that. You say that like. Oh, wow. Amel and the Sniffers. Is that a like, real like, band? You know, like you yeah, just that's... listed Arcade Fire or the Beatles. Well, there's <laughs> really? a reason. The reason I, the, the word lately people. is important in that question. All right. Lately. Okay. Who 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 is that? Tell us more about this band. The Australian punk band. Uh, they kind of just like came out of nowhere, maybe three, four years ago, and they like started winning like Aussie music awards and stuff. Um, uh, woman, woman lead singer led. Her name is uh, Amy, and okay. uh, they are, or she is featured heavily in the new uh, videos for Junker Queen, the new hero coming to Overwatch. Oh, okay. So oh, they, okay. Now that's, they, um, no, that's I want to hear it now. The sniffers uh, at all? Do they do covers or? Uh... I I think they have a couple of covers. I haven't okay. really I haven't dug that far. I've just been listening to like their most popular songs on. I I never would have uh, figured out how to spell that. So A M A M Y L. I guess yeah, like you said, yeah. her name is Amy. Probably oh no, Amy Taylor. I was gonna say maybe yeah. her last name is L, and she just <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd no, be happy to. A, I'd be happy to share a lift or an Uber with Amel, but I don't know about because, these sniffers. It's because you sniff Amel nitrate, man. Oh, oh, gotcha. oh okay. uh, gotcha. I okay. see how it is now. All right, hey, I'll uh, I'll check them out. You should. I, I like I say, they, it just kind of blew into my into my radar because of this video. Yeah, I'm man. I'm, uh, I've had too much coffee, guys. It's, <laughs> that's all right. Hey, that's all right. Uh, coffee is good. Never yes. not have it. Um, all right. So word back from Nicole. She is at the doctor with uh, oh. with Mateo, but apparently oh, no. it's just like a, a checkup, and she forgot. So okay. <laughs> so it's all good. She's they're still settling to their Missouri uh, life change, and uh, we'll we'll get her next week. No big deal. Cool. Um, Would this, this be funny if, like, every week we promise Nicole and she never shows up? Like, it becomes a bit. Well, like, so far it's a three-week bit. So uh, right, we'll see. So far it's a three-week bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll see if we can keep this going, <laughs> Brian. Let's, let's. Our apologies <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's. What's the one that kept getting? But was a uh, guitarist for Fleetwood Mac, uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Our oh. apologies for Lindsey Buckingham. No time to talk yeah. to Lindsey Buckingham. No like, time Jimmy, from Buckingham. Jimmy Kimmel has been bumping. Oh. Uh, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon for yeah. like 20 years. Yeah. Right. Well, that became right. a great joke, and I hope they keep doing it forever. Yes. Uh, all right. Hey, let's get to Brian's recommendal, a streaming okay. service recommendal that uh, you submitted here. Is anything to set up before yes. I hit play? This is a movie, and um, you'll be able to tell from the clip how fun and lighthearted and breezy it is. All right. Here we go. Some lighthearted breeziness. You behold your brother's case in amazement. I knew well you would. Pity you never paid a bastard's eyes heed before. Now, behold how swiftly your brother swings his sword. Strike, brother. Strike, 
But know that bearing a stolen ring makes no half-breed a king. Soaked in my blood, it will soon be sliding off your arm like a serpent. Your kingdom will not last. Let this misdeed haunt your living nights. Till a flaming vengeance gorges on your death. Oh, strike. Jeez. Holy, strike. Yeah. Holy vocal fry. I yeah. was so I was just spending the entire time like who is doing this vocal fry? Who is this man? That, uh, that's Ethan Hawke doing the oh, wow. vocal fry. The second half of that clip is Ethan Hawke. He plays uh King uh Arvindil. Uh this is a movie called The Northman. Came yeah. out earlier this year. A um it's uh, you know Vikings uh, beating the tar out of each other. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, director of the Vavitch and uh, right. uh the yes, lighthouse Robert and all that. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he likes the Anya Taylor Joy, so she is back for this film as well. Yeah. Um, this is uh, so. Uh, this is a really stylized uh, film. If you're, you know, it's not it's not presented a hundred percent like you would get a normal Hollywood film. Very frequently, the actors will look at you, the viewer. Um, you know, direct, I, I, you know, I align right to the camera as opposed to looking slightly offside as they're talking to somebody. So that adds a lot of, um, discomfort and, and kind of, a uh, off putting, not off putting, but kind of, you know, puts you on a little bit on edge. Mm. Um, it's also got, uh, Alexander Skarsgård as ah, your, as your main guy. One of he the Skarsgård brothers. Scared, that's right. He's scared. he's Prince Amleth. Um, at the very beginning of the film, so it's not a spoiler. It's even in the trailers, uh, and you heard it right there. King Arvindil is getting killed by his bastard brother, who's wanting to take over his kingdom, and his mom Nicole Kidman is uh, also being captured by this whole thing. And so Alexander Skardgar, or well, the the young Prince Amleth escapes on a boat and vows that one day he'll come back, he will avenge his father's murder, he'll uh, save his mother, and he will uh, take back his his kingdom mm. and kill the bastard brother. Um, that's all I'm going to tell you, because okay. the rest of the ride is beautiful like the filming in this the music is incredible randy i thought i thought a lot about you and i was listening to the score of this thing it's just absolutely amazing um it's uh it is a a beautifully shot heavy um incredibly well acted movie and um uh just so 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 well done well that that dude uh, makes nothing but visually striking arresting films that's what he yeah. does and yeah. uh i love i love his I, other work so i'm this, very excited this wasn't about this. this wasn't even on my radar i just looked it up the music mm-hmm. uh was composed by two people who this is their first credit on imdb both of them. oh wow, wow really, really? oh cool. yeah there it is so, robin carolyn and, and sebastian, sebastian mm-hmm. and wow. it's i you know so i'm excited just for that like that's like 
because oftentimes the some of the greatest composers for film they come out of their bedroom like they've just been like mm-hmm. sitting sitting with garage band learning how to <laughs> you know how to compose right. great music and then they get their hands on an orchestra and a film yeah. <laughs> and off we go yeah uh Clara Pauli, uh, be happy to know a lot of this was shot in northern ireland um also uh, filmed in iceland which explains why we also get a nice little cameo by bjork mm. bjork uh she one of those weird uh, uh, uh shaman type uh she is oh, yeah she's okay. a seer and uh i love those it's it's amazing when you see when you see her character come on screen you're like oh my god that's bjork and what a perfect what a perfect casting uh job for for bjork yeah um uh, you also get Willem Dafoe, an incredible. Uh, he's kind of the um, what's I don't know what the Viking equivalent of the jester is. Um, you know, he's kind of a Viking himself. Yeah. He is, yeah. Well, he is <laughs> a bit of a Viking <laughs> in real life. You mean yes? <laughs> yeah, he is a little bit of a Viking. He's uh, so uh, he's also uh, well. He was in the Lighthouse. It feels like this is one of those directors who likes to pull people around with him. You know. Like yeah, cast right. based on previous experience. It reminds me of like Alex every, Garland and every, actor. Every time Garland. I look the guy up, I just can't believe that uh, Willem Dafoe is from Appleton, Wisconsin. Because <laughs> <laughs> it feels like he's from another planet. Yes, you know? it does. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. something that he's, he's striking. There's nothing that guy can do where I don't take notice. It's and always Willem Dafoe or not. There was uh, watching this. I couldn't help but think of the lighthouse. There's, you know, a lot of similar similarity in style, even though, that's completely black and white. This is this is color, but it's uh, a very very stark because it's icy. The icy, you know, north. Yeah, um, that director so loves uh, that. He loves that motif. He does. Yeah, yeah. He can't get enough so, of it. I don't know what he's doing next, but I'm I'm always down for. There's like this group of directors right now. He's one of them. Alex Garland's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, just I can't think of the third guy. I really like anyway. Noah Hawley. Any of these people, they make anything. Oh, yeah. And I just yeah. get super stoked. But they all have this one thing in common. They all have very distinct styles and they drag actors they like through all their projects. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a fun thing to watch. You know, it's like, oh. And on Frog yeah, Shants, apparently, uh, we are going to talk about everything Skarsgård ever makes because of his underwear. <laughs> we are. I'm really, I'm really bummed, though, that uh, uh, Florence Pugh wasn't in this because yeah. uh, isn't she another one that he likes to work with? Isn't. Um, no, she's not been in any of his movies that I know of. Oh, why am I thinking? Why am I thinking Midsummer was his? That's the other. That's another. One no, that's the other guy. Oh yeah, him and yeah. Uh, Hereditary and Midsummer. Yes. That guy, I'll watch anything he makes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, can't wait for his. Time oh, I didn't realize. Okay, Eggers did do the Lighthouse. Duh. No wonder. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it, red yeah. light. Right down our light. Sorry, everybody. I gotta put the. No, light no, up. no. I. I mean, I brought up the Lighthouse earlier. I didn't realize. No, that's no, what no. I, I earlier said the director, director, a certain yeah. actors. Through. I had, I had earlier I said he the is the director. That you said that he brought uh, Willem Dafoe through because of that movie. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually said the words he directed the Lighthouse before, but it's yeah, okay. okay. It's all right. You're into it. You're, you're, you're flying. <laughs> you're letting fly. It's okay. It's all good. We all do it. So. Apparently, I need time to pour myself some more coffee and let you talk for a while, Scott. Go for it. <laughs> We uh, I, I, oh, I take I it. Didn't that, where this is streaming, by the way, it's on Peacock. Oh, it is. So, I thought yeah, it had yeah. to be rented. That's good to know. Nope. Yeah, if you have the, on, and I don't know if it's the free. You know, you get ads at the very beginning of it, so I don't know if it's part of Freecock or if it's uh, only the paid uh, Peacock. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I don't. I, you can never say that again. What Freecock? We say it all the time. I yeah. please don't ever say it. Again. No, no, no. Freecock. You got to get Freecock, Randy, or buy the paid one. <laughs> Freecock is the best service on the planet. You got to get it's it. It's kind of a. It's kind of a redundancy. Um, 
I I was I was convinced to watch this by uh, a, a different review a few days ago, and I didn't realize that you know, I, don't, I don't ever think about Peacock, and I just went to look at it and like I was like twenty dollars. Oh no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend twenty dollars to follow a recommendation. I might I might spend twenty dollars if like you know what I mean if if it's like everything everywhere at once like if it's like that kind of recommendation mm-hmm. where everyone I know is telling me to watch it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really glad that you, uh, that you found it, uh, you know, free in a, in a relatively freeish <laughs> state. Yes, exactly. So as yeah. the real quick on that soundtrack, does it, yeah. um, it sounded great in this clip. It, it did. Yeah. Are you, do you think it fit and was good? And like these new people oh, got chops. Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. Incredible score. Like I'm not usually, I'll, I'll notice a score if it's really bad or if it's really good. So usually a score will, will scoot right past me because it's, you know, it's, it's adequate or it's, it's appropriate to the, to the thing. Mm. The score in this one was so good. I'm like, I, I, I had to, uh, you know, I had to bring it up as a, as a, um, incredible part of this. That's cool. And the Anya yeah. Taylor Joy role is it significant? Yeah. Is she it's very significant? Okay. She's in she's in this quite a bit. Right. Um, I'm in, dude. I she is see also that. from another planet. She is. Oh, is she what? from the same planet as well? At least, oh, like at least in her case, out eye people. And, uh, <laughs> at least in her case, she's from Florida. Like I, I can, I can kind of accept that she's from Florida. It really? makes that makes sense somehow. I don't know. I, I mean, it is sometimes yeah. a foreign planet, but I understand what you mean. I didn't know that. I, I always think she's from Europe or something. I don't know why I think nope. that. It's a very European way. She just does way. an incredible job doing a uh, doing accents. Yeah. Well, and she's yeah, and you know. and I don't I don't know if you if you specifically suggested the witch along through this, but people need to go watch that movie. I yeah. still haven't watched the Vavitch. Yeah, you should see the Vavitch. <laughs> the Vavitch is amazing. I hear, I hear that's by the same director. Yeah, same director. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. You do need to watch it. Yeah, fantastic film. The witch no, is really good. If you, it's I've, it's very unsettling and scary, and um, a cut above your typical like that kind of horror movie. Yeah, I think that's, partly because that's it's, one I have to watch without Tina, so it's going to be a solo watch, which usually means I, late at night. Oh, so it's the worst time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like would you? I, 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 it makes me think of two other movies. Right, it makes me think of Blair Witch for some reason, and The Village. Uh, the Village, not even. The close, no, nothing like this movie. It's just like the the way it looks. You know what I mean? The way it looks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was just curious. Like, would you would you have sat and watched Blair Witch with Tina? We did watch Blair Witch. Okay, and uh, uh, she hated it because of, well, I'm not hated it, but she was freaked out the entire time. Scary, scary wise. Oh, you got me with the the village that got. Me. That was you really should have funny. said the village. That it needs to. You need the to village. go back, backwards the from the village. It's yeah, the there vice you go. Versa thing. It needs to be the opposite. All right. Well, that's a good recommendation. I cannot wait to see it. It's been on my list for yeah. a long time. Totally my jam. Well, um, I, I expect you'll love it, Scott. Just I, uh, based on how much you like things like Gladiator and and uh, just stuff of that of that ilk. Yeah, I just like said vice versa, piece. and it made me realize. Oh man, there's a uh, tadpole feud coming. Your what's your favorite Latin word or phrase? <laughs> yeah. Vice. Oh, I'll no fail that one. No spoilers, Randy. No yeah. spoilers. Okay. All right. I will fail that one miserably. All right. Here's mine. This is a Netflix documentary. Ah. And I will now play a clip for it. Here you go. After I found out the truth about Warren, I realized that my whole life was a lie. Everything I was told to believe or thought, I felt so betrayed and so angry. Because I loved 
God, I love this prophet so much. And I said in my mind, I am never going back. That was the turning point. Once I said that in my brain, I never questioned it again. And by damn, I was not letting my children go back to that. Okay. Ooh. This is some dark business. Okay. So I'm only well, going to recommend Scott, this to you people. You don't have to say, we know, we know. This yeah. is all you watch. You watch dark business. I like dark business. <laughs> I don't know why I like dark yes. business. Um, I did watch Toy Story 2 and Bugs Life with Van over the weekend. Oh, well, there yeah. we go. Awesome. That probably, probably was a good balance to this. It was, this yeah. Because <laughs> this was pretty dour. So it's a documentary yeah. on Netflix. I think it's very well done. It's an extremely well done documentary. Netflix tends to have some of these. They have some garbage too, but they have some pretty good docs. This one is called Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Okay. And it is all about Warren Jeffs and the fundamentalist uh, cult, basically, that he ran. It was a split off from the Mormon church from years ago uh, that is that we're like, no, we're keeping polygamy. We like it. It's good. We like all these wives or whatever. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's them and their whole story. Now, if you don't know the story of Warren Jeffs, the guy's currently serving a 100-year pr- prison sentence in Texas for a bunch of horrible crimes that I won't name uh, by uh, mostly statutory rape. Mostly those, most those well, I wouldn't even call I need to look at the exact charges but it's a it's understating it to call it statutory rape. It is some sure, of the sure. worst I'm just saying what, what sticks and keep puts you in prison forever. Right, exactly. That particular charge. Yeah, and Texas has some real strong laws on this stuff so that's why they got him real hard over there. We we uh we 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 he was in he was on trial in Utah as well. Um, and there were charges pending in Arizona. There's this whole thing about Utah, Arizona, and Texas. Texas mainly because that's where they kind of ended up. It was where their secret compound was. And boy, is this thing frustrating because it's there are a bunch of really nice people who think they're doing the right thing by following this dude. And he is a legit psycho, like legitimately a horrible, horrible, horrible human being. And, but does, I mean, right out of the gate, I want to know, does this, does this include him speaking honestly? What do you mean? Like, so like, remember the, uh, what was the MLM doc, uh, where, where the leaders of the, oh, of the, the, the clothing uh, people, uh, Lula, Lula rich, Lula Lula rich, rich was, yeah, uh, that was like, that was like they're, they're, oh. they sit and speak honestly for, and it's like, whoa, documentaries are different now. Like we're not, we're not having to make a case. We're just letting them talk. Like, is, do we get like Warren Jeffs speaking? Oh yeah. We get a bunch of stuff. Although most of it is like some prison footage where he, he has a bunch of these, you know, these followers come to talk to him through the glass, you know, like, you know, an episode of breaking bad or something where he's on the other side in his jumpsuit. And he's like acting like he's talking to God right then and going, write this down. The Lord is telling me to do ba do ba dab dib do And he tells them all these things they're supposed to do. <laughs> and so there's a bunch of that. There's times where he's just speaking. There's the, there's the audio that got him, that really put him in prison, which was, they. Uh, so I don't even want to describe this part, but basically they have audio of him doing the most heinous thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm. And they all thought it was just perfectly fine. And it was perfectly evil. And he's, it's, it's terrible. Now you're hearing me say this and nobody's going, wow, Scott, you're really selling this thing. Sounds like a real good time. (laughs) I think these kinds of documentaries are important when there's like massive, horrendous abuse of any kind. I think shining a light on it matters. And I think it makes Mm -hmm. a difference or it can make a difference. And, 
in this particular case, understanding the motivations of people around him, but him in particular, and then hearing the stories of those who survived it, who got out, who have, who have, um, you know, taken their lives back. I think that stuff's valuable. I think it's really important. And it is mostly from the perspective of everybody from direct victims to just those who were there and didn't want to be there to, uh, what it's like to, to, to truly understand, um, oppression and why sometimes it's, it's hard to escape it when everyone on the outside says it's easy. I'll just leave. No big deal. Get out. It's not that easy. And so this gets into the psychology of why it's not that easy. So, so I guess it yeah. sounds like you're saying these are, this is both entertaining. That's a really, I'm a really putting a lot of weight on that word. Like it's not the right word, but this is both entertaining. You know, like you watched it because you, you felt like it was time well spent, but you also feel like it's important. You want, you want a lot of people to see this yes. kind of thing yes. because it, it could lead to those who are adjacent to ongoing crimes hundred percent it could lead to them doing something yeah i feel this way about a lot of these kinds of documentaries you may you know if you're looking at the history of my recommendals i i watch these frequently and the lula rich thing is not that different although its form of victimization is different like it's you know it's mostly financial and yeah and corporate and you know that sort of thing um but it, but in a similar way this sort of stuff just feels important so that, you know, we live in a society now where we can document in ways we've never been able to before. And so being able to expose truth in that way, I think, is is really important. And yeah, you know, some people would argue, well, one man's truth is another man's lie, blah, blah, blah. I get it, whatever. I don't want to get in that complicated argument. I just, I just think this particular documentary and those like it are really valuable. To, to people who might still be in those situations or at the very least for people just to understand what the hell happened. Like we all heard about it in the news, Warren Jeffs, leader of the thing now in prison yeah. for burr, burr, burr. But we do, do we really know what the hell is going on? I remember and some of you might say, do we need the, to know? I don't morning, know if you need to know, but you may want to know anyway. Like mm-hmm. I remember the morning that it broke. Like I was watching like good morning America and they were live on the scene walking people in long sleeve dresses in West Texas out, you know, out of a compound out in the desert. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And they were coming to like the local county courthouse and, and stuff. Oh, man. And I remember like thinking, oh, great. You know, they got them. Like, I don't even I don't know who the um is, but they got them. <laughs> See, now this is interesting. When you if you watch this, they cover that event of when they went and did that and the shots you're thinking of with all these people in the dresses and stuff, what that turned out to be was child protective services. were going to go out there and get the kids out pending the investigation because they were hearing about abuse and they wanted to, you know, keep these kids safe. That was kind of their directive. So they went out there to do it and they thought they were going to walk away with like 10 kids. There were 300 something children there. Because you're talking about men with 32 wives and mm-hmm. 28 kids, and you know, like the plural marriage means tons of kids. <laughs> That's like the the result of a plural marriage, and so they were overwhelmed. Like the Texas Department of Child Services didn't know what to do. They're like, "What are we even supposed to do here?" So they end up having to return the kids because there was nothing else. You couldn't you couldn't place them anywhere. You know, they weren't, they weren't set up to handle it. So there's a lot of complication there and you kind of get into like some of what could the government do to better handle these sorts of things when they come up and, and all this sort of thing. But at the end of the day, it's really a portrait of 
power and abuse. And it's, I just think it's important. So check it out. It's called keep sweet and pray and obey. And it's on Netflix and it's, I want to say four episodes, pretty quick watch. Doesn't overstay. It's welcome. And I'm Uh, sorry. I didn't, I don't actually, uh, I didn't get an answer to my first question, which is, is this a documentary or is this a bunch of actors reenact or like actors saying no actors, people, all, all real people, the whole, it's a documentary. It's a, it's nothing but people being interviewed who were there, people who were involved, the archival footage of Warren Jeffs and other people saying shit. Like it's, it's a, it's people. Okay. Yeah. It's a true documentary. It's not like reenactments of any kind. I'm not saying that's bad. It's, 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 you can go either way, right? Well, I'm saying it's good. Reenactments usually drive me crazy. I can't stand those. Usually, usually those are like today on America's most wanted, (laughs) you know, I I don't know. Sometimes they're spectacular, dude. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes it's bad. Um, all right, Randy, I got a clip here for you. I have no idea because I've forgotten what you're watching. So, uh, so any setup, um, just, uh, a, a movie that I saw the night it came out, um, a few years ago, it is uh, on streaming right now, and I feel like we missed, we kind of missed a boat here. And I want to talk people into watching this because um, it's a really good movie. It's not just, it's not just what you think it is. If you haven't seen this movie, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just what you think it is. This is a really good movie. This this little clip here, and I couldn't I couldn't figure out what clip to pull, so I just pulled a kind of random thing. This clip here is uh, so the movie is about uh, some um, middle schoolers, and uh, the, the they're coming together uh, over the summer. Um, it's a bunch of boys that are sort of like the movie portrays them as all being oppressed, you know, like they're nerds, they're they're geeks, they're uh, you know finding their way together, and a girl who is also uh, mistreated by her classmates has kind of begun to hang out with these boys. And right. one of the boys is talking to the girl. Okay, here we go. It's not true, you know, what they say about me. I was only ever kissed by one guy. It's a long time ago. It's a nice kiss, though. January Embers. What was, was that in the play? No, it's a poem. Oh, I, I don't really know much oh, oh, poetry. Oh, I was just... Um, just, just so you know, I, I never believed any of the rumors. And none of us losers do. I like hanging with you. Thanks. You shouldn't think it's too much. Hanging out with us makes you a loser, too. <laughs> I can take that. <laughs> oh, it seems lovely. What is it? That a whole is, bunch that, of boys and exactly one girl. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly right. That is, uh, that is it. That is the first of two movies uh, based on the Stephen King book, It. Um, directed by Andy Muschietti. How come I don't remember that scene? That's weird. It's, um, uh, so this is why I'm recommending it. It, um, going back and watching it a second time, like my memory of seeing it when it came out was, oh, this is a good movie. This is, this is, you know, this is good, like a good, uh, rendition of the book or specifically the first half of the book. 
And um, I really, you know, like I really enjoyed it. But I, I remember thinking all about the villain, <laughs> the supernatural aspects and so forth. And for some reason, I just completely missed. This is a coming of age movie about a bunch of kids. And really, the, the you know, scary clown is sort of a, a subplot, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I, oh man, I had it backwards. And, and I'm just like so glad that I rewatched it. It's on HBO right now. Uh, are, so are is both, part two. Do you know, are both, was, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, okay, not, so only, not only is it and it part two on HBO, um, Stephen King's It, which is like the 20 oh. year old. Thing. That's also the, on HBO. Don't, limited TV series, right? Yeah, don't make yeah. your mistake and watch that crap. It's, that, <laughs> Stephen King's It is not good. Oh, it's got John Boy in it, though. You know? I know, it's John I know. Boy, and it's got uh, Dr. Frankenfurter, too. <laughs> hey, but right. this, one's, this one's got Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. That's true. Right. right. Yeah. Um, that was actually Sophia Lillis talking to Jaden Martell. Uh, she hasn't really hit it big just yet, although I guess if you're the the only girl in the world and uh, you know a movie as big as it you're you've hit it big um uh jaden martell was in uh knives out oh, after yeah. this and uh, uh he is oh what was that defending jacob i think yep he was jacob He's barber so in defending jacob yeah and uh he is currently working on the newest remake of the lost boys so that's interesting oh yeah really um, they're doing i didn't know they were doing that Anyway, the thing is, Scott, you haven't seen this movie, right? You haven't seen it. I have not. No, I have seen it. I saw it in theaters, but I don't, I don't remember that scene. Okay. I know because I'm telling you, like, maybe you were like, uh, I I don't know if it does something to your brain when you're watching this for the first time, but it really, I, I was really amazed at how much of this movie is a Steven Spielberg middle schoolers coming of age movie. Mm. It is so much about their, you know, these kids finding each other and all of their different idiosyncrasies and ticks and so on, you know, mm. and like, uh, just like the, the glory of summertime when you're in a, a crew of kids running around out in public, you know, doesn't, um, um, I can't think of his name all of a sudden, Barry, um, uh, crap. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Isn't he play old? Uh, he plays the old version of. Finn oh Wolfhard. yeah, he does. Yep. Yeah. In, in chapter and, two. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that movie doesn't really cut it for me. The second uh, one, probably because this movie, this movie, it, the first part has a lot of story to tell and it gives you a conclusion. You know, you like, you have a beginning, middle and end. Mm-hmm. And then like the second part is like, and then 20 years later, the same thing and you're like no i <laughs> i just you just finished you yeah. know yeah yeah that so maybe maybe great. if you put some time between them maybe if you watch part one and then watch part two later yeah i but, I, I haven't not seen two so i i probably ought to do that just for closure but yeah, um yeah yeah i remember at the time hearing part one was really great part or, or the you know i knew part one was good but also the reviews were better and then the reviews for two weren't that great not um, as good. I, I still, I, I liked it, but yeah, it definitely wasn't as good as part one. That's a bummer. Uh, Andy Muschietti. Um, if you're, if that name is slightly ringing a bell, uh, these movies really put him on the map and then he got the, uh, he got the job as the director of the flash. Mm. Um, that is still coming. Oh, the flash and movie. Yeah. It's that's a boy. Talk about a fraught situation. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, um, every every three minutes at Ezra Miller's or not Ezra Miller, Ezra Yes, Ezra Miller. Ezra yes. Miller, is that his name? Ezra Miller. Yeah. He keeps yeah. doing stupid stuff in public. I yeah. know, exactly. Let's see if he ever makes it uh, to be the flash if he keeps <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I like I said, you is. gotta feel sorry for Andy Muschietti if this film somehow gets, you know, just put on a shelf somewhere and never yeah. released because yeah. the guys uh, i mean it it demonstrates the guy's a really good director he's he's really like uh, getting getting these performances out of uh you know teenagers is always impressive i think it's hilarious that both of you recommended movies today that had a Skarsgård brother in it just the it the it, oh, yeah. no the it clown yeah. and then uh your your main dude in the man northman couldn't be yeah, so, more polar opposites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, if you, if you need convincing to watch it on horror level, Bill Skarsgård is incredible. Free he is, hell. yeah, he is just, he is otherworldly. I, I've, I said that about, uh, <laughs> other people earlier in, in the show, but seriously, he is, he is just, he's transformative. There's nothing like it. Yeah. I wish, I don't even know. Like, do you think they'll ever do a movie where it's those two brothers or all the prominent brothers and then the dad who's in MCU and a million other things uh, uh-huh. uh, played, um, what's his name in Dune? Big, nasty, oily guy. Anyway, I can't think of his name. Harkonnen. Uh, they should have all those guys in one movie. Let's get a whole thing. Like back when the uh, Jeff and Bo Bridges were in that one thing together. Let's let's do that with the Scar-gar- Scars he's a, I thought he's Isn't he the brother of Peter Sarsgaard? No. He's a, he's a Skarsgård? Name. Different yes. Skarsgård. Okay. Yes. And we're and we're talking about the sons of Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Stellan, he's awesome, um, dude. But just imagine their home movies, right? Like they're like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Right? They, they dress, they all dress up as minions, and and uh, I don't know, I don't yeah. know what they do in their home movies. <laughs> you don't know what they do. I don't either. But I like that you've given right. you've assigned them the minions costumes. That's just, great because it would be funny. You can go buy that <laughs> costume and get all the Skarsgårds in one. And- That's good. All right. Well, these are all fine recommendations, I think. And um, the world would be better by watching them all. So a very diverse list today. Nobody did anything close to each other. This is great. Uh, So check it out. If you want to find postings of this, Brian puts these up on an awesome little website called quicktms.li. They're already there even. Yep. So go check those out. And, um, of course, Randy puts some smears them all over the place with his Twitter Facebook account and, and uh, discord and yeah, you can't Twitter. You can't, you can't miss them. No, they're everywhere. It's impossible. Yeah. Randy deluxe all those yeah. places. Uh, yeah. We, and we got, uh, we're going to watch, uh, an episode of Baywatch on film sack guys. I'm yeah. so excited. While Brian's I, out riding, making, making good uh, work done for, for fighting MS. We're going to watch, right. we're going to watch that. It'll be uh, weird because you'll hear my voice as I'm watching. I won't be able to explain why that's possible, uh, why you're hearing me talk about Baywatch while I'm out riding. But yeah, you think that the 75 miles is impressive. Try doing it while you do an episode. <laughs> of watching one episode of Baywatch. That was the difficult yeah. task. Yeah, this is a I can't, big deal. I, what I can't stop thinking about is so we chose this episode of Baywatch because it's super early in the series. It's like the third episode ever of Baywatch, and and you do that so that. If we later in our future decide to watch more episodes of Baywatch, right, we can have some sort of continuity. Like we'll watch one that came after this. And I just love that. I love that thinking because it's like who in their right mind would put themselves through this multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? Uh, Well, anyway, uh, that's happening uh, this weekend. Check it out. Baywatch. Uh, Hasselhoff at his best at his prime. Some might say. 
Shut up, Knight Rider fans. I know. <laughs> oh, I love the Hoff. Well, yeah, the Hoff it. is great. Uh, anyway, it's a good time and real stupid, and we had a great laugh. So check that out this weekend, and we'll be back with a regular one next week. And, of course, more recommendals next Wednesday. Randy, thanks yes. for hanging out with us, man. Anything yes, else you want to say? Uh, let's see. I um... Bye. I got him. All right. Hey, you guys, check it out. It's the end of the show. And what do we do at the end of the show? Well, we read a quick email. That's what we do. Hey, Sulu and Bortus. What's Bortus? Is that a Trek character? That's a character from uh, the uh, Orville. Oh, I got to watch the Orville, dude. Yeah. Your original recommendal. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then Randy did the, the... New, the new series uh, last week. Yes, yeah. he did. Enough people are telling me it's time I got off the can or took a poo or however the old <laughs> shit or get off the pot. There you go. Yes. That's what I meant to say. He says, I'm pretty sure you both have Paramount Plus, as do I. Uh, something we have recently discovered is that they have fantastic documentaries. Check them out. Tony from Buffalo. Well, Tony. Oh, he also wants a list. Let's test the ship's phasers. Hold on. Uh, I can do that real quick. Yeah. Let's test the ship's phasers. There you go, Tony. Um, I would love recommendation specifics, though. I don't yeah, know which ones exactly. he means. It's like, uh, all right, well, thank you for that start. There is something called Console Wars, but that wasn't uh, that wasn't originally Paramount Plus. No, but I've always um, wanted to see it and never have. I should check that out. Seventy six days, Ascension, American tra- uh, Teen, Mighty Trains. Yeah, I'd love some love some recommendations um, for actual, you know, for the ones we should check out. Please do. That would be wonderful. Oh, look at this. Yeah, this is 2020's Console Wars. I heard about it, didn't see it, want to see it. Oh, I'm surprised. Yeah, Um, Because it's the whole thing. It was 1990. Sega started gaming, a gaming company. Uh, No, sorry. Started, what? Gaming Co. Whatever that means. (laughs) Assembling a team to take on Nintendo, the world's greatest video game company. A make-or-break conflict. Pit brother against brother. Sonic against Mario. And American capitalism against Japanese tradition. See, did I sell you on it? You're going to watch go. it now? You did. Oh, I, like I said, I think I might have already watched it. Maybe not. Maybe all this I'm thinking is the games that made us or, or uh, some other thing that I watch now that I think about it. Oh, that game. The Netflix one was good. That was high yeah. score, was it? That was good. That I was good. That. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to have to watch all this shit. Anyway, thank you for that, Tony from Buffalo. Uh, Tony? I'll check it out. In the meantime, hey, folks at home, we need your help. Patreon.com slash TMS is the place you can give it. So if you're not a patron already, go look at the reasons why to become one and sign up. It's easy, it's cheap, and it helps support your favorite podcast. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS, except for the song Brian's about to play, and then it will yeah. be there. So, Brian, what is it? Right. Well, and like I said, we're we're less than a month away from the, I'm sorry, less than a week. No, more than a week away from the end of the month. Hello. Uh, <laughs> so now's a great time to jump on Patreon and uh, and make a donation or a pledge or whatever you uh, uh, uh a contribution. There to you the go. Cause. All of there those words go. work. That's perfect. Any of any of those things. Hey, yeah. uh, Jeremiah wrote in and said, "I've been listening for a decade, and I've been a lurker with you and Scott on Twitch. I'm finally financially stable enough to participate. You guys helped me through tough times when I was homeless and had to go to the library to download your show. Jeez. Holy cow, Jeremiah! Wow. That blows my mind." Mm. Uh, that was years ago, and you never knew knew how much your consistency helped me. Years later, I can admit it. Just saying, thanks for always being there. Signed, Jeremiah. Well, I'm glad you're uh, in a better place, man. That's awesome. So glad. Holy cow. And um, uh, he says, uh, 
Uh, I respectfully request any song from Veruca Salt's album American Thighs because they're unsung heroes from the 90s and more people need to hear them. I have a soft spot for Earth Crosser, blah, blah, blah. Uh, or it might be better if you let the listeners in the shallow end first. If you do this on the show, I'll become a patron if that makes a difference. Dude, only if you can afford it. Uh, it sounds like you're, you're, you know, you pulled yourself out from really, really tough times. And uh, listen, uh, if you make sure you're taken care of before you you support us we do want you people to support us but hopefully you're able to take care of yourself before you do that absolutely all right so uh veruca salt yeah if uh, if you're not familiar with veruca salt they are an amazing band took their name of course from the character from uh willy wonka and the the uh chocolate factory um uh or the the character i guess from charlie and the chocolate factory that became both movies um formed by uh, nina gordon who put out an incredible solo album and has an amazing single where she covers um not boys in the hood it's it's really foul-mouthed uh song and hearing her sweet voice covering this this horribly foul-mouthed song nina gordon's amazing she she's a hell of a singer and a guitarist performer mm. uh, one of the songs from that veruca salt album uh, american thighs from 1994 was a hit single it was a single that a lot of people might remember called seether and seether. uh indeed what's that i was just singing seether keep going <laughs> that's right um and it was actually i can't remember if it was if it inspired the band to name themselves seether or if they named the song seether after the band or uh, whatever the case is. Um, so it was an even bigger treat when the band, okay, the band see their name themselves after the song. Um, let's, let's hear a cover of it that they recorded. They included this on their greatest hits album, Seether, t- 2002 to 2013. This is actually a cover of Seether by the band Seether uh, from 2013. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Come back then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What am I, your dentist? Come on, Joyce, be serious. I'll be serious. (laughs) 